Hey guys, it's Ed and I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And over the weekend, some crazy, crazy stories happened. Um, not all of them we'll talk about. Um, but we are going to talk some uh, politics in the later half of the show. Um, we have the new beloved segment, Politics with Will. And... Um, after we talk politics with Will, we're going to talk about one former congressman's public outing, including a naked photo scandal. But for now, let's talk a money scandal. Uh, and it's really, to me, it's kind of a non-issue, to be honest. But um, there is a certain... Um, interesting aspect to this story. So, Catherine Scorsese, who is the daughter of Martin Scorsese, (coughs) would not be an episode without me sneezing or something. Uh, Sorry, my allergies are still acting up. Um, Anyways, Catherine, Catherine Scorsese is the daughter of Martin Scorsese. And she has an apartment over in Brooklyn, which um, was flooded um, and there was some mold and stuff. And so she needed some help um, paying the deductible for her insurance. Now most people are like, why didn't she just ask her daddy? You know, Martin Scorsese is a millionaire many, many, many times over. And, and to be honest, that is a fair question. But um, Catherine decided to put up a GoFundMe page, which drew the ire of the public. Um, many people are saying, you're rich, you don't need to do this, you're taking away from people who actually... Uh, you know, people who actually need the help for medical bills... Um, help relocating or whatever the case might be. You know, and so Catherine Scorsese pulled down the GoFundMe after getting just a bunch of hateful comments. And it has always... Um, like, it teetered on the brink of her just being defiant about it. Here's what she said. It was never begging anyone for money. We shut it down because my sister did not want any more trolls commenting on it. And when... Apparently, she feels like people would ask why she... Um, not feel like knowing that people were going to ask why she didn't just ask her father she said I'm going to ask for something like helping to fix me up with Chris Evans and then she continued the truth was my friends and family wanted to help I'm a card carrying member of local 52 and have been for 25 years and they wanted to help 
she also claims that the campaign had been up for more than a month before someone noticed it. And she said, I find it amazing I'm being called a parasite because my friends and family wanted to help me and I didn't go running to my daddy for money. Someday I will get to tell my side of this story and I guarantee you will all be hanging your heads in shame. Now, page six actually does kind of go hard at her. Um, uh, and they, they really do make it seem like she's just a socialite. Um, she, is, she works in film production. Um, so th- that is, there is that. But here's the thing. Unless GoFundMe has changed their practices um, since I first researched it, there used to be a way where you could make the campaign private. And so if it was really just family and friends wanting to help. But more than that, if your family and friends want to help, why in the world... Would they not just send you the money? You know, the, the, the way to avoid this would be to have them just send you the money directly. Going through GoFundMe does really seem like a cry for attention. And possibly even a way of shaming her father into helping her. And, you know, Phil is, or Phil, excuse me, Will is in um, production. I've dabbled, I've looked, and I've talked to people in production. And it's not the most, um, it's not the best paying job out there. But if you're, if you're working steadily, um, either on a TV series or booking movies, you can make a decent living. And you could probably go to the bank and say, hey, this is what happened. I need to get my, you know, I need to pay my insurance deductible. And they would give you a loan. So, again, I really feel like this was just her way of trying to get money. Um... And hoping that people would shame Martin Scorsese for not um, just handing his daughter cash. And it backfired so spectacularly on her, it's not even funny. But I'm going to go, and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. So, the breakup between Bella Thorne and... Maude's son was already interesting on its own. But Maude's son is taking this to a whole new level by alleging that Bella cheated on him. I know, I, I can hear you guys gasping your breath as well. So, we, let's recap what happened. Last week we talked about how Bella had wanted um, to go get her stuff and showed up at his house and he called the cops on her. Well, the reason why she needed her stuff, allegedly why she needed her stuff, 
is because there are naked pictures and videos of her that she's afraid that Mod is going to leak and torch her career. And kind of adding fuel to that fire is the fact that Mod's son actually did say, I'm going to sell your stuff on eBay. And then quickly retracted and said, no, 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 I'm just joking. Well, he was on Dominic Nadi's YouTube show um, where he said nothing, nothing at his house is of dire need for her. And then... And, and then, you know, again, reiterated that he was just joking about selling her stuff. First of all, it doesn't matter if it's a dire need or not. It's her stuff. Why are you holding on to it? Uh, you know, there, there seems to be no reason to do that unless you're planning something. And it seems like the first part of his plan was already put into motion. Because in the same interview, he he said, "I broke up with her. I ended the relationship. I ended the re- I ended the relationship due to a very public incident. I was hoping it would be a wake up call for her." And then added, "I was faithful, but I'm not going to speak for her." Now, shortly after. Shortly after they broke up, Bella was seen with um, singer Benjamin Mascalo. And um, Mod, for his part, has, other than this incident and his new rising feud with his ex girlfriend, um, as far as I know, he hasn't been seen out with anybody. Uh, and so. Allegedly, and you're going to hear more about what happened at Coachella later on in the show. But, allegedly, um, Maude and Bella were in a VIP room and got into a very nasty fight. And that's when he broke up with her. Now, I mean, Coachella is just one of those... Places and events where anything can and will happen. Um, you know, there's just so much going on there. That it's it's very difficult to believe or not to believe. Um, it, it's very difficult to discern what is real and what's uh, what's happening because... Everything happens that, you know, everything that can happen usually does happen. Um, so, something, obviously Bella did something at Coachella where Maude felt very disrespected. And that I think that's what that boils down to. Um, many people are signal, signaling that his accusation of infidelity probably happened at Coachella and possibly even 
it could have possibly even um, been going on beforehand, but this was the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. But here's the thing, and I, this is what I go back to. I'm not trying to take either one side, um, but he is clearly in the wrong for holding her stuff. It doesn't matter if she desperately needs it or needs it to survive or not. You know, maybe she should have called and said, hey, I'm going to come pick up some of my things. But holding on to it makes him just as much of a creep as her if it is true that she cheated on him. I'm just saying. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, there are some people in my family I don't speak with. Um, and there are others that I, I barely speak with. And of course, there are some that I speak with quite frequently. Um, but seeing as our, but seeing as our careers are not interconnected in any way, shape, or form, there's not really any reason to, um, for that to be, ever be an issue for us. However... The Jonas Brothers' career, well, careers were very reliant upon one another back in the early 2000s. In fact, they were so reliant upon one another that most of them were afraid that uh, they wouldn't have a career afterwards. And in fact, one of them didn't. Um, Joe Jonas, of course, went on to have success with his dance uh, dance EDM group, um, DNCE. And Nick Jonas had a very successful solo career. And um, Kevin Jonas got married and just focused on being a dad. So, what happened and what led to the breakup? Gossip at the time was that at least two of them wanted to shed the good boy image that they had um, cultivated. And at the time, it, um, the gossip was focused on Nick and Joe, which seems to make a lot of sense, given that they're the two that... Uh, given, given the fact that those two were the ones who, um, went on and continued their careers and really did shed their their image, um, both posing in their underwear and being uh, thirst bait or queer bait, if you will. So, what, what happened? Um, here's what, here is what Nick Jonas told CBS this morning. 
To call it creative differences is almost too simple, Nick said. And I think a lot of people lost the appetite for what we were putting into the world. So, you know, we were putting up shows that weren't selling and we were making music that I don't think we were all super proud of and it wasn't connected. And he said that he then had to sit down and have a super tough talk with Kevin and Joe. And he said, you know, I feel like the Jones Builders should be no more and we should all we should go on individual journeys and that didn't go so well um and joe jonas piped up and said i had checked out in my mind that was it there's going to be no more brothers ever and they added that he was afraid that the brothers would never speak again But of course, we all know how this story ends. The Jonas Brothers do indeed reunite. Um, their first single in almost 10 years, Sucker, went straight to the top of the Billboard charts. Um, their second single is doing almost as well. Uh, they have a new album coming out called Happiness Begins. They're going on tour to support that. And then they have a shared memoir that'll be coming out in November. And and you know, that's, that's kind of just what happened. Um, Joe says, I can't find the quote now, but basically Joe made a um, comment about how now just seemed like the right time to reunite and everything kind of, when they sat down and talked about bringing the Jonas Brothers back, everything just fell into place. Um, And on the, like, One Direction or um, any of these other boy bands, that have broken up over time. It doesn't seem like the Jonas Brothers had... It didn't seem like they had to put out any more CDs. Um, or or do a reunion or anything of that sort. It just honestly seemed like they needed to drift, do their thing, and then come back together. And speaking of going and doing my thing, I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back with Will. And I'm back. And as promised at the top of the show, I have brought Will with me, kicking and screaming that he doesn't want to record this segment. That is a wild exaggeration, and you know it, but I suppose it's what your listeners tune in for at this point. Hi, everybody. I'm Will. I'm the producer. I'm here to bring you the political lowlights for this week so that Ed doesn't have to and can instead spend the time bringing you juicy gossip. How much lower can they go? I mean, Mitch McConnell. Isn't that the lowest of the low? The bar may be on the ground, but the Republican Party has gotten out their shovel, have gotten out their shovels. Of course they have. Now, speaking of um, lowering the bar, this week... Earlier this week, the Wall Street Journal reported that the White House requested that the 
U.S. Navy in Japan move the USS John McCain, which was undergoing repairs at the time, the White House recommended that they move that ship so that it would not be visible during Donald Trump's visit to the to Japan. Wait, can, is this a request we can actually make? Can we request that Donald Trump be removed from our site so we don't get upset? Would that it were so. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, we're not all the president of the United States able to. In this case, um, <clears throat> U.S. Navy officials say that they that the U.S. Navy officials confirmed that they did receive this request from the White House but ultimately elected to keep all the ships in their present configuration. However, the Wall Street Journal also reports that a tarp was put over the USS John McCain's name and that when the tarp was removed, uh, a paint barge was moved in between the McCain and the Wasp, which is the carrier where Donald Trump gave his speech from. Sailors from the USS John McCain, who typically wear hats identifying what ship they're from, were given the day off when he arrived. Good lord. Anyway, obviously Trump's, um, Trump's office, uh, Trump's acting defense secretary claimed that uh, the first time he'd heard of this was when the media reported it, and Donald Trump claimed that he certainly had nothing to do with it, but, well... The guy feuded with the late Senator McCain pretty extensively. Including after Senator McCain died. Yeah, more so after Senator <laughs> McCain died, because then Senator McCain couldn't hit back. I've noticed it off topic, but I've noticed that there's been quite a trend of invoking John McCain's name now that he's no longer around to say what he thinks of shit. Well, it's an easy target. Yeah, and you know... And he's never one to hold back on his opinions. Or, or give a thumbs down for really bad policy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, it would appear that Donald Trump or somebody in his office removed, um, tried to hide the John McCain's name so that Trump wouldn't have to look at his old nemesis's name during his visit to Japan. So to answer your question early on, the bar can get the bar can get a lot lower. Well, at least six feet under now. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It might soon be the first object to reach the Earth's core. We will be right back, everyone. And by we, I mean Ed. Because I'm fucking peacing out. And I'm back. So... The political segment with Will was a little bit short this week, um, mostly because um, we were both tired and, you know, shit happens. Um, but one of the one of the things that I've actually been researching on my own, um, and I did, I forgot to talk to Will about it, but I'm sure he would have wanted me to do this as the last segment anyway, is. The very public, very outrageous outing of former Republican, um, former Republican Congressman Aaron Schock. For those of you who don't remember, Aaron Schock was very anti-gay. Um, 
he, most of his votes when it came to LGBTQ rights were to take them away, strip them. Um, he didn't want gays to be able to get married. Um, he, he wanted don't ask, don't tell, enforced. I mean, this, this cretin was really um, the definition of homo, homophobic. But then something interesting started to happen. Um, his very first public scandal was the gayest... <laughs> was the gayest... political scandal ever <laughs> and I'm laughing because you know it's just so well, the 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 scandal that brought him down was because he used public money to lavishly redecorate his office now I know most people would say, oh, whatever. But given his anti-LGBTQ record, it was a big deal. And that eventually led to his resignation. Um, But during his time, he was basically a thirst trap. Much more than... Paul Ryan, who, whose old exercise videos and pictures circulated after he was picked to be um, Mitt Romney's running mate back in 2012. <clears throat> um, but this time, it was very... Uh, with, with Aaron Schock, he was, he was really letting these pictures go. They were brand new pictures... And people were like, what, what, what's going on? Um, well, he kind of faded in obscurity for a while. Was only hardcore political journalists even mentioning him. That is, of course, until Coachella this year. At Coachella... Mr. Shock was a drug-fueled, drunken mess. And if you've seen the pictures, you know that he was high, or he was drunk, or both. And I'm, I'm actually placing my bets on both. Because, yeah... So, at Coachella, he was making out with a dude, which was caught on camera, both picture and video, as well as shoving his hands down another guy's pants. Now, for someone who's anti-gay and whatever, that seems really strange behavior. I have straight guy friends, and they do not shove their hands down my pants. So, 
his, his I'm I'm completely straight whatever shtick was already very much in question. However, you know, one could theoretically lay the blame on inhibitions being lowered and uh, because of the use of alcohol or drugs. Completely reasonable. But then, a jerk-off video that Aaron Schock made began circulating. And it seems that this was made for somebody um, I think according to research there's two schools of thought one was it was a Snapchat video that was saved another is that he just actually made the video and sent it via text in either case you can clearly see his ass You and in and, and most of these pictures you can, um, or in most of the stills you can clearly see his face so there's no question that this is him um you can see his ass you can see his dick and what's really puzzling to me is again why would you send this now you know, I know people are going to say, oh, he could have just been, you know, talking to one of the guys he was seducing at Coachella, and, you know, this could still be drug-fueled. But how long are we going to let that excuse go on for? This is a man who is clearly gay, who clearly has some sort of attraction to men, and this is not someone else outing him. This is him doing everything himself. And that's the whole thing. Like, if this was, let's say, um, an instance like with Lance Bass where um, Press Hilton was about to out him or um, Colton Haynes, um, who the National Enquirer was going to out him then that's a completely different ballgame. But this dude is doing everything himself. Almost like he wants to get caught. Like he's playing this weird little mind game here. So, of course we're going to stay on top of this story. But for now, it is time for me to go. Thank you all so much for listening, as always. And until next time... Cheers.